Welcome to the Bringing the Human Back to Human Resources podcast, the podcast all about the delicate balance between people and business, and quite literally, reconnecting the two. My name is Tracy Rubin, and I've spent nearly my entire professional career in HR. Join me as I share stories, opinions, and words of advice with you each week. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at HRTracy, and let's stay connected. By the time you hear this, I will be a married woman and probably in the process of changing my last name. I am a traditional person, so I am doing that, but I think my my stage name, if you will, Tracy Rubin, will stay my name, like, yeah, on the stage, so to speak. Let me tell you something. Podcasting in New York is for the birds. Every five seconds, there's a horn blowing, there's someone screaming, there's a bird, there are construction sounds. I'm sure you're going to hear something in this episode because actually all of those things just happened and I had to pause and edit it out because it was just like completely egregious. But it's for the birds. It is for the birds. You can probably hear it right now. I don't know. At least I can hear it. Anyway, today I want to quickly recap last week's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it with Brett Turley. He's really, really interesting to me. I think his story is amazing. Having served in Afghanistan and being a vet and now seeing how mental health and mental wellness and well-being plays such a pivotal role in employment and the workplace. Hopefully you all really enjoyed the episode as well. It's on YouTube too. I know sometimes with those interview discussions, it's a little bit more exciting to watch the interview. Um, So feel free to share that link, share the podcast link if you think someone would enjoy it. Also, If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I was also on someone else's podcast. It's called The 8-Hour Grind, and I was a guest, and I was speaking with Troy Vermillion, who um, hosts the podcast, and we were talking a lot about destigmatizing HR, which, as you know, if you've been here the whole time, that is like my undying truth and mission is to destigmatize HR, and on on his episode on that podcast, we talked all about destigmatizing destigmatizing HR and that also is on YouTube and every podcast platform. So if you haven't heard my destigmatizing HR episode, it's my very, very first episode ever. And we had a good time, I think, talking about how HR is stigmatized and how we can break down some of those stigmas. So if you would like to check that out, it is in the link um, in my link tree. I will also share it in the show notes if you'd like to listen. So just so you know, these next few weeks are going to be insane. I have some exciting information and news to share with you probably on next week's episode um, in the last week of October. I just have to make sure I've got all my ducks in a row, but I'm really excited about the news that I will share. And I have just in general some changes in my life happening. I mean, between the wedding and some other things, it's just so exciting. And when I think about this podcast and I reflect on this last year, because this episode is the 51st episode, which means next week's episode is going to be the one year anniversary episode. 
And it's just so insane to think about how much has happened in a year. And maybe, maybe this is a good way to spend this episode is to actually reflect on the year, but not in the year anniversary kind of way, but really like reflect on some of the things that we have talked about um, throughout the course of this podcast and some of the things that hopefully you all learned. And I'll start by sharing some anecdotes, some comments that I've received because not only are they a pleasure to receive and so nice to read from all of you, but in general, it really helps me to see, I guess, like what I'm what I'm giving back and how I'm able to help. So one of the messages that I received was that um, someone is going for their eCornell certificate um, as covered by their employer, which is amazing. So if we think about the certification necessity or whether it is a necessity or not, that episode from a few weeks ago, some people really expressed that it helped a lot to help them basically guide their decisions. And so someone reached out and told me that he is in fact getting his eCornell certificate and that he's not paying the $9,000, that it's hopefully going to be approved by his company, which is an amazing, amazing thing. And this individual actually um, recently transitioned into HR, probably in the, I think it was probably in the last year. So it's just like really nice because I do, every interaction that I have with you on my DMs or through email is personal to me because you're taking time to reach out. And so I try to remember your story and I try to remember what we've discussed, even though I definitely get a lot of outreach, but it's very humbling to me and for me when I'm able to have these conversations. But anyway, he said, my HR experience has been extremely positive so far, and it's because of all of the things I've learned from your podcast and from your guidance. So thank you to you know who you are. Thank you to you for sending that in. I hope that I've been able to help others. I mean, given the number of people who listen to this podcast, I know realistically that I'm reaching a handful of you, right? Like I know that. Um, but when I receive those messages, it reminds me why I'm doing this podcast and why I have to keep doing this podcast. So reflecting on some of the things that I think I've learned and that we've hopefully learned together, it's that it is okay for us to change our minds. It's okay for us to make a decision, to formulate an opinion, and then change our minds as many times as we want. And I was thinking about that recently because I've seen a lot of messages and and like reshares on the topic of vaccine mandates. And I will say that I still agree with the my my second formulated opinion which is that businesses specifically have to have these mandates in place whether it's for testing or for vaccines because of business continuity i mean it's so challenging for a business to predict and manage when people are out so i do still believe that but i've been seeing a whole lot of posts especially about Um, medical professionals and how the vaccine mandate impacts unvaccinated healthcare professionals. Um, And so it made me really reflect on how I changed my own opinion. And that in the beginning of really like when vaccine requirements and mandates became a thing, which I guess was spring of 2021 at this point, um, 
Originally, my opinion was that businesses shouldn't be able to make vaccinations conditions of employment, right? Like that was my initial opinion. I kind of, you know, the jury was out. Obviously, I am vaccinated. I've shared that many, many times um, on this podcast and on social media. And when I think about how that was my first opinion, and then over the next, you know, the course of a few months, I then changed my opinion because of the impact on our business unvaccinated individuals had had and just the you know COVID in general like the how detrimental and devastating it is not only to an organization but to an individual a family I mean it's dangerous right so that is my my first thought is that it's a good thing if you can reflect and say oh you know I changed my mind and when I look at like what I did that I made that original you know, I stated that original opinion and then changed my mind on a podcast where episodes are never deleted. I hope that one day I look back on that and I appreciate that I was open and transparent about like, oh, you know, I changed my mind and that the first thing that I said isn't exactly how I feel today. Because I think one of the scariest things that I had to confront when I decided to launch this podcast was that I would not be able to quote unquote take back what I say. And what I say is what will be, you know, written in stone, so to speak, for for eternity, whatever that means. And I think I've I'm I guess in a way I'm proud of myself because yes, these things stay forever and my episodes will be up forever as far as I'm aware. Um but I wasn't afraid to say that I changed my mind. And so my message to you, especially like when I think about one of my most successful episodes, which was the cancel cancel culture episode to this day, it's the one episode that just continues to get downloads after downloads after downloads. Um, and it's extremely popular and I get a lot of messages about it. Um, when I think about that episode and what I was looking to invoke, That's basically exactly why I think it's okay to change your mind. People change, I think. I I fully believe that people can change. Um, And I think it's through conversations that we have. It's through, you know, this type of communication, I think, and discussions and critical thinking that we give ourselves and others the opportunity to really grow. So... My message to you, again, is to be okay with changing your mind. Make a firm and and thoughtful decision, but be okay acknowledging that you've maybe made a mistake or that you've changed your mind or that something has, has led you to think differently. I think that's a very powerful thing. And if even like 10% of people did that more often, we'd probably be in a better place as a, as a global community because it kind of all comes down to accountability to me and this, you know, thinking about, again, what we've learned over the course of this year together. I hope that it's that we've learned that we can be open, that we can be vulnerable, that we can be a little bit afraid or nervous um, and yet still accomplish the things that we want to and, and grow in general and and learn from each other so that's my first takeaway okay so the second thing that i'm taking away from this past year is that we all have had experiences with bad leadership and it's so interesting because i launched that episode um, called my experience with bad leadership in march the first week in march 
And to this day, I consistently get messages from people or, you know, people in my personal life will tell me in passing that they listened to this episode and that it really resonated with them. And sometimes I even just get into conversations where someone tells me about their experience with bad leadership. And so when I think about like what this podcast aims to do, what I seek to do through this podcast, it's to make better leaders, to help you as individuals become better leaders in your own right, and also to identify leadership and and leadership like positive characteristics of leaders more easily so that when you then step into a leadership role you are then a better leader so thinking through like that one element or like one goal of this podcast knowing that we've all had experiences with bad leadership just reminds me that this is an important discussion to have consistently not just like a one and done and that that episode is going to have to live many lives and that I'm probably gonna have to talk about it again and I might even have a bad leader one day again and although I might in that moment not be able to talk about it in real time um, I hopefully will if that does ever happen again which I hope it doesn't um, that I'll be able to kind of reflect on it in a different way at a different stage in my career. So even though I don't want a bad leader, it could be really interesting from a content creation perspective, but yeah, I don't want that. Um, but thinking about how we all have had these experiences, I mean, some of you have had minimal experience in your careers and your first or second leaders have been terrible. Some of you reach out and you've been in your careers for over 20 years and you're 10th or 15th or 5th leader is terrible or has like horrendous qualities or whatever that is, right? And it just reminds me that we all have this like, you know, string that connects us and ties us together and we all have these experiences and one day we all may be in leadership roles in our own right and we have an opportunity to learn from those experiences and to grow from those experiences and it's the reason why in that episode I talk about how I wouldn't be the leader that I am today if it weren't for the bad leadership that I experienced back in the day. So knowing that we're all kind of connected in that same thread or on that same thread is kind of nice. And it's nice to know that there's some camaraderie there. Misery loves company, right? Um, But one of the recent messages that I received was, and I think I talked about this on a previous episode, which was around the person kind of writing into me asking what they should do about their their leader not trusting them. Yeah, I think I spoke about it uh, four weeks ago or so. And I remember when I received that that message, it reminded me that there's still so much work to be done and that this podcast, like, it's only been a year, but imagine the work that will be done in 10 years or in five years or let alone another year. So I just wanted to thank you again for being here on this journey. I know next week we're celebrating the year anniversary of the podcast, but I just feel like reminiscing on some of the things leading up to that one year would be helpful because there's going to be so much that I am going to want to talk about in that episode next week. Um, And I just, you know, prefacing it, I think could be a fun way to lead into the 52nd episode. And, you know, when I think about, like, again, thinking about the takeaways from this year, there we go. You hear the sirens? I'm telling you, podcasting in New York is 
for the birds. Okay, they went away, they drove away. I'm not editing this out, it's too, it's too real, it's raw. Um, but the final thing that I wanted to share that I've learned is that it really is okay to be vulnerable. And I know I've shared that on a few occasions with you just in my own like, you know, sharing of my culture and, and who I am and in general feeling a bit misunderstood as a person um, in general. And so I want to share with you all that if you are in an environment where there's this conversation about being yourself and being vulnerable and being open to, again, this like idea of psychological safety, what is the worst thing that could happen if you are vulnerable and you are taking advantage of what they are saying is a psychologically safe environment? Like the worst thing that could happen is that you're retaliated against and you're fired, right? That's the worst case scenario. The best case scenario is that people understand you better and can work on practicing acceptance and understanding. And when we think about this solely from like a risk assessment perspective, which we do often in HR, right? We are always assessing risk constantly. Um, the risk assessment here is that actually being yourself and being vulnerable is low risk. And it feels high risk because, you know, it's there, it's called vulnerability for a reason. It doesn't feel so great. It can be very nerve wracking. It can cause anxiety. It can make you nervous and scared and afraid. But actually, all of those things can go away. All of those fears can go away in a second if when you take the chance to be yourself and to be vulnerable and you get something positive back as a result. And that is and has been the most profound learning for me over the course of these last 51 weeks because I think there were many things that I was afraid of sharing, not only just on a podcast, but in work, like being being a Jewish person, right? Like this was something that I was always afraid of being open about because of the different experiences in my life and my family's lives. And being vulnerable and actually being like quote unquote loud and proud about who I am has been extremely rewarding and has allowed me to, I think, really be a stronger person as a result and see more of the good in people because I inherently see good in people. It's just who I am and I'm, I'm an eternal optimist. I'll always look at the bright side first, um, but I've really learned a lot from that, that it is okay to be afraid, but it's even better when your fears are washed away by acceptance and understanding. So when I think about how many of you reach out about experiencing discrimination and retaliation in your work environment, obviously those things are not okay. And I feel very lucky that I've experienced acceptance amidst my being vulnerable. And not everyone will have that experience. But what is the worst that will happen? The worst that will happen, again, is that you're retaliated against, that you're discriminated against, maybe that you're fired, right? And those things I don't ever want to see happen to anyone for being themselves. But again, I, I, I can't say this enough. Like, that's the worst that will happen. And at least you can look back on your experience and say that you were 100% yourself. And you know what? 
You don't want to work in an environment that's going to retaliate or discriminate, discriminate against someone for being themselves anyway. So you're going to find a new job anyway. So you might as well be yourself while you do that. I mean, it's definitely clear to me, and I've learned this, that it's exhausting to act in any way that isn't truly yourself. And although like, I've definitely always been authentic and who I am at work, but you know, my cultural identity, I wasn't, I, I was like in many ways afraid of talking about, let alone expressing or being, you know, outward about in some ways and many ways. So, you know, when I think about like a person who is being discriminated against in the workplace for their, their race or their gender or their sexual orientation or their, um, their disability status or anything like that, it just makes me think like, well, you're going to leave the environment anyway. Go out being yourself. Don't let people take from you the one thing you have, which is your identity. If we have nothing else, we have our identity. So that I'm going to step off the soapbox now, but that's a very profound learning for me. And I'm extremely grateful to my employer and my peers for giving me that space um, because it's years in the making for me. I've never been as open as I've been this year about who I am and what I believe and where I come from and the things I, I stand for and all of the above, right? So I also should thank all of you for giving me this platform and the space to do that as well because certainly it's even more profound that I'm able to do that and be that way in this you know, area of my life, this podcast, which has been so deeply rewarding. So those are my three learnings for you today. Next week, the one-year anniversary, I just want us to have a good old time. I want us to reminisce and be nostalgic and talk about something interesting and fun. So we'll see where that episode takes us. For now, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at hrtracy. Email me if you have any thoughts at podcast at hrtracy.com. And I will see you next week for our one-year anniversary.